everyone is present except for Chris, who we weren't expecting him tonight. So, um, we have uh, any discussion uh, about the minutes from last meeting? I was surprised to see the uh, correction minute things, but yeah, can we those now. Those were just um, numbers of resolutions going up one. Yeah, the problem is I, I, I must have missed a resolution in the count last year and when that happened, them just all. messed them all up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I move we accept all of the minutes and the corrections. I'll second it. Okay. All in favor? Aye. 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 Very good. Minutes are approved. November, September, December, and uh, are there any um, items not on the agenda that the public wishes to bring up? That being negative, we will move on. Uh, items for discussion. We'll start with obstruction mitigation project. Just waiting to make sure everything in our restoration takes so we can accept the project and close everything out. But otherwise, for the most part, that's done. Um, and are we waiting for the FAA to say it's good enough? No, we're just waiting to confirm that the grass is growing and trees, trees are doing their thing. And basically making sure all the stuff we've planted is alive. Okay, so it's, it's the... the property owners who say that's good enough. Well, with once, it's it's basically called being established. But yeah, once once a tree leaves out, once grass is growing and you can't see the seam lines of, of sod that's been put down, that's kind of that's kind of where the, the, the line of, all right, now it's yours. It's and who's the chairman? Uh, a, a, a common mark engineers. Oh. Right. Uh, and then, of course, the reason we are doing that is to get our survey approach back. That's a good chunk of reason, yes. <laughs> I do not have an update for that. that. I was just looking at the. Uh, My Chris called Kitty Kissy Max of the FAA, and she's looking into that. They're hopeful that it's just a matter of they're just going through and reviewing everything, but we don't have any answer on that. And said he fully thinks we should have an answer before next month's meeting. Okay. Great. Because yeah, that was been them like six plus months yeah, ago. It's been a while, but and she has been the West End held up, but she's looking into it. Okay. It's a it's a name that I haven't heard before that's looking into it. So that's hopefully progress. <laughs> yeah. 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 So for the non-pilots in the group, uh, you know, when you when you come in at night, if you're following electronic course to runway two five, for example. Uh, the winds in the wrong direction would need to land on the opposite end of the runway. You, right now, you can't circle to land at night because the danger from the trees that were sticking at you. So you have to go way far out. Yeah. So you can't you land. Can't land. I mean, you just can't land at yeah, all. Yeah. In those conditions, it's when the like the clouds are low, yeah. and you can't land. Um, at all. Yeah. The only way you could come in is on an instrument approach. Then, then okay. you can't circle to land. That's a problem. That'd be really hard for yeah. a lot of people, but especially for our fuel sales and jet airs. <laughs> okay. And also the fact that 
we spent a whole bunch of money and did a whole bunch of parts and completed it a year ago. And, and you can't don't. And now we still don't have what we, right. the mission that we went right. down to do. Yeah. It's also kind of okay. Exactly. Okay. So, so hopefully, the, and, and the FAA can hopefully put out a FTC note that says, okay, now you can circle the land. Just a question of when to do it. Yeah, hopefully. All right. Um, you run away rehab, you stand there. Well, good news and bad news. Actually, there's no really good news. Um, <laughs> it's all bad news. All bad news. I, I'm going to combine both of these items. Okay. We, we went out to bid for both the, the rehab project and the threshold relocation. We did get bids for the rehab. We did not get any bids for the uh, threshold relocation work. Um, the feedback that we got, and Carl and I have been both talking to uh, electricians and folks that would normally bid on this stuff, is, is the the time to get the materials is longer than what we were. So that being said, we've had a conversation. I had a conversation with the FAA earlier today. Um, they also want to move the uh, rehabilitation work to next year, along with the threshold relocation work so that it all stays under the same grant, which is what the original plan was. So because of that, um, we don't have the money to do the rehab work this year. Um, there is a new resolution that I am asking the commission to adopt, and that's essentially rejecting the bids, um, an acknowledgement that we are not moving forward with this project because the funding is not there. Until, yeah. So does that delay everything by an entire year? That's the general thought process right now. We, <laughs> we are still working with procedures to get a date out of them on when our slide happens, but the intent uh, after the conversation with the FAA is to bid both of these projects either later this fall or over the winter so that you, uh, the manufacturers and suppliers have enough lead time to get supplies to the electricians and then probably this time next year we're still doing work. There are orders. Um, yeah, Come on up. <laughs> Yeah, we, I mean, Mike and I, when we didn't get overly surprised because the contractors are telling us that lead time on specifically cans of lights and then everything going to handle plastic pipe that mm -hmm. run the cable through. That if you had, they said if we had to order today, this was a couple of weeks before we did it. One contractor said, if I had to order today and placed it, I would hope to get it by the end of October, mm -hmm. just the materials and supplies. And we had one that we bid, a uh, project I bid last year, they ordered materials in February and they got enough the other day this was still delayed. And they actually are, that place is torn up, but so they're gonna be without some lights because of delays in materials and supplies. So when we didn't get any bidders, we were half, you know, kind of expecting that. In fact, to be honest, if we would have gotten a bidder that said they could do it, I would have said before we award it, I wanna see the supplies in your yard. I wanna come look at it say you can do it and we get stuff torn up and then you come back and say no we're not getting materials and supplies now we're torn up now it's not to anyone's benefit so in that respect at least they didn't promise something they couldn't deliver why did we need new lights i mean i know that you might change the spacing of lights but then we really need new lights or well i mean the fa when you get if you just typically you would need all the cans 
and you have to run all the, the conduit into what do you mean by the can the can are those basements they're oh, okay they're about this big around and two feet deep or something they're steel and they're okay. galvanized okay. and that's what gets put into the ground uh, it's it's for everything every light goes in one every time we cross under a taxi or run under the cable and conduit Sorry, Dr. I don't need to add my back to you, but no, you're fine. Uh, there's uh, so on this, I can't remember, I'd have to count, but we probably had 50 cans on this project, and um, much less the lights. I mean, you could say, yeah, we could reuse lights, but again, you know, when the FAA's paying for it, I mean, let's let, I mean, let's if the lights do have a little bit of a not a lot, but enough that it makes sense to get new lights uh, when you're getting everything else new. Um, so I don't think the lights are those. Problem is the cans and the, and the conduit, um, and then like Mike Mike said on the other one, we had we had a good bidder that was right at what our estimate was, and it was a good company that we have a good reputation, or you know, good they have a good reputation. I had people in my familiar work with them said, yeah, they'll do a good job for you, but unfortunately the FA had had us one of these two tied together, so it's like if we're not going to do both of them, we don't get to do either one of them. Were there any projects that were a year out that they could swap? On the date? I, no, I mean, uh, yeah, like on the ground. I mean, do we have anything that was coming next after that that we could pull up? Oh, not really, projects. just because everything, I mean, it, the, the way the FAA funding works, it doesn't really work like that. We can't just plug in a new project and, and still use the money, but our, our next projects focus on the, the change of the 1230s. And I don't think there was enough there to do that. And you're right. Remember the the there too. Well, and, and yeah, it's going to be it's going to be some of the same. That would that 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 approach procedure just. I mean, when we started this it was before the pandemic, mm -hmm. and so we thought, okay, this should be about right on time frame. Mm -hmm. Well, they um, they were able to get through a lot of the approach development before it hit a year ago, and so they were it's pretty much done. But now the construction, because the pandemic is delayed, right? And um, and so now we're trying to find out: is there a slot for next summer that we can pick up? Because uh, one thing we don't want to do is we don't want to go to the bottom of the list again. Mm -hmm. Because I know that they're way behind at the FAA. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. How can we do this? And that's and that's just the FAA just told Mike today that they didn't want us to just bid it immediately and, and fast track it. So. Oh, that's a shame. So, that was going to be my next question. Why don't we just bid it right away and they can order the materials? My concern is, is if the FAA doesn't, if they say, well, we can't have a grant to you, to you until, say, next next May, so then what's going to happen is if we bid it, we award it, and then the contractors won't be able to order stuff, and hopefully the supply chain will be better in a year, but there's no guarantees. And so the hope was we could bid it soon. Yeah. We could get them under contract with federal funding, and then with the federal funding, what the federal will allow them to do to place all of their orders. And federal projects allow you to pay for materials on hand. So when they when their stuff came in, we could pay for them to be holding on to it. And then by spring, as soon as weather allowed, they would have sitting in their yard, they would have all the wire and the conduit and the cans and, and everything to go. And, and that's just a matter of going out there and installing it. Well, we're hopeful that they will let us bid it, like Mike said, in the fall or latest in the winter, and that they could offer us an early grant since this was planned for this year. Yeah. And that way we could at least get the make the ordering done in February rather than June next year or so. Can you what portion of the project cost is the materials? Two thirds of it. 
probably on this one because of all the uh, having to put the lights in the shoulders and all that. It might be that might be a little high, but yeah, yeah but it's it's a significant portion. Can we use any of that money at all to do the parking or something? That's the parking is under state funding. Okay. Federal funding is they very would, specific. About it wouldn't let us change it. Anything. Okay. Yeah, we're just like we, okay. got, we got a good bid for that one project. Unfortunately, we can't use it. So. Yeah. And uh, and okay. um, I called, I, as I was sitting in the parking lot right before I came in, I called Chris again because he called this. Her name's Kissy Maxfield. We have a, we have a Kit C and that's and works for us. And then there's a Kissy that's at the FAX. So I get to these, uh, make sure I have to look down. Okay. But um, she has been his point of contact. And she's the one who's checking on the circling approaches. And she also was going to check on the dates and you know what, but she did say to Chris, she goes, you don't want to slide to the bottom of the, you know, go back on the bottom of the list because she says it's out there and she goes, and they are so far behind. I mean, they were behind two years ago when we set the date and they said it would be over two years. I know. You know, before we got it, that's why I really feel like we really squeezed it up. <laughs> I mean, what is there anything we could have done differently? Because I mean, should have like known for two years. Well, they have been delayed. With I mean, they said it would take two years back then, and that's why we started it back then. And yeah. they said that it will be. It's supposed. To, it's still. I guess I'm scheduled to publish this October if we were ready for it physically. Mm -hmm. So it took them about that two, two and a half years mm -hmm. that they said it would. But the ones that have been getting on the line since then. What I don't understand, I'm going to ask when I'm going to, I told Chris, I said, I want to get on a call with you at the FAA. It's, you know, why would you have to go to the bottom of the list if you, if you move it? Because it's not like they have to do all the work. The work's already done. All you have, would have to do is change the dates. And, and I don't understand that, but that's a conversation I'm going to have. And for the date, is there any sort of, I mean, as far as what they're looking for, they're looking for temporary markings. And I mean, can we put up temporary markings and lights, shoot the approach, and then remove them? I mean, it's it's not like it's, it shouldn't be rocket science, I wouldn't think. Well, I mean, what, what do they need to be able to say, okay, this is approved, and then... We would have to, I mean, we'd have to have the permanent lights in. Um, now, that's it. We would not have to have the pappy in to get the approach. Okay. Happy is a kind of a separate issue, mm -hmm. um, but uh, we would have to have the threshold lights. Uh, I don't. One thing I'm not sure of is if they would allow the not the, the side edge lights to be where they are because they wouldn't be standard. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if they would allow that or not. But the minute you did that, we um, I don't know if if they would let you since happy would be really high. Then I don't know if they would let you keep flying it as is or if they make you turn it off until mm -hmm. it was completely done. Yeah. Well, but I just didn't know if there was, yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's any way they could fly what it's supposed to be and bless it without deactivating what's printed there. Well, I mean, the payment's there. I mean, they, right. I know you know, it's not like it's, yeah. Um, it's just their rule. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth okay. asking. It's, it's worth, worth asking. asking. It's worth asking. I'm so familiar with what they yeah. will and won't allow that I'm, I'm not real hopeful about it, but I, sure. I'll always ask the question. Yeah, so, that sounds good. Thank Anything you. you can do. So, I know this is a big issue for the airport and for Jet Air. Yeah. But I, we, and Mike and I have to talk. One thing we do agree on is what 
we would at least we want to make sure everybody agree is in agreement with it. We feel it would be better to delay the whole thing than to get started, get something done before we lose and we don't have any approach for six or eight months. I'd be horrible. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's what you know, we don't want to go down a road that yeah. Uh, what's at the dead end of it is not something we're happy with. Yeah. Right. Well, what I also was curious about with the project materials was, you know, is if the airport could order these materials to have since it's an FAA approved grant, would they reimburse for not you know, I mean, those things? Just so that way we've got you know, that's a question is if we could the stuff that's long lead time. I mean I won't say problem, but the thing was is you have to upfront the cost and hold the cost until the grant came in. Now that said, um that's a question that's a, a good idea, Matt. I can at least, again, I'll ask that. It'd be worth knowing what the bill is. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, like I said, my big concern is if we wait too long, then they, it's a year from now for the ordering. We push it in really late. But if we could get the stuff ordered, that was one of the reasons we said, let's go out and refit now so they could get things ordered. What was the, what was the uh, estimate on the, on the project for the lights? Uh, 450. 450, yeah, right. The lights were about 300. Well, you know, let me let me look and I'll talk to the. There are two contractors that I know that do a lot of airport work mm -hmm. that are ordering these things all the time. The ones that are telling me, "Hey, you're not going to get these." Yeah. I can quantify what and I can quantify what we would need just to do the lighting without maybe even what we need to do the pathies just to get the approach. Oh, yeah, and then see and find out what items the minimum ones are that are the long lead time. And say, you know, is this something if we order these things, what do you, what's the cost? And they could give me what their cost would be. Well, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have to pay them until they delivered anyway, right? Right. And when they did, we'd just be talking, we'd have to pay the interest until, yeah. um, you know, the grant. But I mean, and that was something, would be something we'll check with the FA say to avoid the lead time issue was, mm -hmm. the, was the concern this year. Could we do this? Or you could line up delivery right at about the time the project's supposed to start. And the primary issue is you st you'd have to rewrite the bid specs to bid all of that out independently. Which well, we even just by by law we still have to write out the that because of the price of that contract by law we're we're going to have to have a formal bid process. That's that's not something we can just go out and talk to mm -hmm. two or three electricians and say what can you give me for. Well, I mean, you know, what's it going to cost for this? Well, we'll have to, we, we'd have to go through a formal. Kind of material. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we got Well, I mean, but that's yeah, the extra problem, cost the of Bolton and Mink that has to uh, rewrite the bid specs. Well, and you have to have a separate bid just on acquiring those yeah. components yeah. and then the contract may end up being different. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah, you like, you run the uh, risk and, and that's why. You'd have to basically in the construction bids say these items will be provided. Right. Um, and but you've got to find a bidding company to right. do that and material itself. And the only companies that are going to want to bid are the ones that are going to want to do the work. And if they don't get the work, then right. And I, I, I would assume that maybe, you know, I mean, say for when you do maintenance work on your lights, can you, do you ever buy directly from some electrical supplier? Yeah, individually, but that's like 600 bucks. Yeah. I mean, that's not the a size of the That's not $100,000 worth of lights. Yeah, but I, I mean, based on the size the of the city. I can't remember what's the, the formal bid process threshold for 
Well, are you talking about as a public improvement project, which I think we're talking yeah. about, and then it's you got to look if it's vertical or horizontal infrastructure. It's horizontal. So. Yeah, it's horizontal even with the lights and stuff. Mm -hmm. I everything when we talk with the FA and the okay. it's horizontal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd have to go back and I can probably look it up. Isn't it like 80 or? No, it's 80. you're talking about between the competitive quotation and right. the normal. Because yeah. a competitive quotation would be pretty easy to do. Yeah, I was thinking it was process. over 100, but I think. Well, like that, you get a, we might not have everything on this component and the competitive quotation on this component. <laughs> because it's, no, that's, uh, you'll get in trouble if you start. Well, so, it but out. I mean, yeah, the same that's, guy that's who makes the runway light isn't the same guy who makes the conduit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not allowed yeah. to split it. But suppliers, where you like when a contractor orders their electrical supplies, I get a 50 page thing to review and it has. Lights and it has mm -hmm. cans, it has conduit, it has wire, it has yeah. pappy, and it, it has, I mean, in this case, the FA's furnished pappy, but so it's typically through a supplier. I mean, you don't through a single supplier, yeah. Okay. You want all the parts to match, right? <laughs> not saying it's not worth the effort to look at, but it's not the route to go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be somewhat convoluted, seems so simple. Well, <laughs> well, like I say, we got to start getting creative. I mean, we had two years and we missed it. We don't want to have two years again. We don't want to have two years, and we also don't want to be down on approach for several months. By then, they'll make us redo the obstruction two years from now. I'm serious. They will. I bet. They won't just take your data from, from two years ago. Right. Well, the answer you said is horizontal infrastructure is what we consider all this stuff. Uh, we are a city over 50,000 in population. Uh, it's 72,000 before you get to a competitive bid. We need that anyway. So. Like Mike said, it's, it would potentially raise a lot more questions or concerns than it would answer. But. Okay. Well, thank I mean, you. We've got, we've got conversations with the FAA and with both on the pro side and on the AIP, which is the improvement side. Um, we need a lot of answers to, uh, again, just, yeah, this year it's, I recommend anybody in the future don't do this when there's a pandemic on the way because it's so there isn't wind. So that's what we're doing. But it's, it's slowing down a lot. It's not just here, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, everywhere. It's in, in like construction costs for, Anything vertical just going outside. Yeah. Well, that's why I think it's important to do whatever we can to be creative and get the stuff because if you're on a two year waiting list, there's going to be a thousand other people who's also, whose projects are also plugged up. So there's a good chance if we can figure out how to get the stuff. We can well, and that's without on. $2 trillion hitting the infrastructure system. Yeah. Yeah. Once that's what they need, you won't get anything. Mm -hmm. That's the, the irony of the infrastructure bill is that's going to stop all infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the first thing we ask FAA is, is whether we can somehow buy stuff that they can reimburse us for. At least we have the answer to that question. Or better yet, if they let us get creative to hold our date. <laughs> yeah. But do we have any um, assurance that they will? Yeah. Right. We don't want to take a risk. Grants are not guaranteed. Well, keep us posted. Okay. All right. Well, Mike and I talk almost daily. <laughs> yeah. 
And we know you appreciate the value we have in these conversations. All right. Before we move forward, um, yes, we don't have any assurance of it, but if we were to do it in the airports, follow that expense, let's say we know that they're not going to reimburse that money, can we do it or no? In other words, we got to figure out how to pay for it. We don't have that much cash to pay for it. You got $100,000 from the city every year, don't you? That's our matching for every other grant we go after. Yeah. I mean, I'm it, not saying you be, can't, could it be but more that's than a decision you'd have to you have to make. But it'd still be more than 100000 Yeah, off the top of my head, I don't know what the it materials just, I mean, cost it just is, seems like it's a $450,000 project and... What it really comes down to is if you can get the order in, and even if there are a few months, if you can get financing for that, and even if the project fell through, you can still sell it at a profit because everyone's going to need it. So it's kind of that, that do I want to get my you know slot and then take the risk that I may end up having a few minutes of interest payments before the project starts, and then if it doesn't start at all, turn around and sell it back. If you can get a guarantee to buy back, and I would think with the shortage that we're talking about, you could get that guarantee. But yeah, we need that in the contract up front, because otherwise, if it's the same policy about selling surplus materials, it's got to go through cut deal. Yep, yep, yep. You want to make it like I said, right in the contract, so it's kind of a buyback, you know, yeah. or you make it as an option. That'd be even easier, so we never take delivery. Yeah, yeah. So see, I do purchasing an option in future delivery. That would avoid the hot dollar amount. Yeah, I mean, it'd be <laughs> two, three percent of the purchase price. That was your option price. But we got to make sure what we're doing. If, oh, we, yeah. Yeah. if we accept it, we, it's got to be reimbursable by the FAA. Yeah. So, okay. so that's a question. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's stay, stay in that creative mindset. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. No, we will, we will research and we'll ask, we'll ask the questions. Like do that. need to approve the resolution though. Oh, oh yes. I make that motion. Yeah. So I make a motion uh, for a resolution rejecting bids received on June 3rd for the rehabilitation runway east end project for the foregoing discussion and reasons. I'll second. Okay, roll call. Electra. Aye. Aye. Judy. Aye. Warren, aye. All right, um, moving on then to airport operations. First item on the agenda, I understand, is another financial disappointment. <laughs> so, so it's a fun news, news, fun news meeting. I quit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after this month, I simulator, I mean, consolation of that. Solar power project. Yeah. Uh, well, earlier, yeah. I, we have the we, yeah. we do have the committee here. here. Earlier this week, the, the subcommittee met and we talked uh, uh, kind of one-on-one -on -one and, and everything of, of the plans. We did get five proposals in. Um, that's the good news. So we, it was, yeah. we had responsive companies. That's, that's great. Um, the issue is the responses kind of have a range of, <laughs> of system designs and costs. And the biggest issue we have is our runway lights um, and having a spot for uh, panels to feed the meter, which is on the electric vault, which is over there where 
no building surface area is. Um, the subcommittee, as you can tell, didn't invite anybody to uh, interview because we felt uh, a broader discussion with the commission was warranted on, do we go back and the, the, two, the two primary issues are, do we go back, with, talk to the FAA, plan out some area um, on the ground where we can potentially research and, and get a pre-approval on some ground mounted stations. Um, and then the second issue is even with the proposals we got, the costs on several of them are above <laughs> what the airport's already paying for electricity. Um, so when, when you factor that in, if you take the airport out of the project, well, the university and jet air can save some money that puts all of the risk on the airport rather than letting them go out and do their own solar power installations if they choose to. And I don't think that's a good spot for the airport to be in. Right, and then the, the other disadvantage is I see this, they pay for everything, but then, then they set the charge per kilowatt hour. Mm -hmm. uh, and that right now, I guess, would be somewhat less than they're paying. Mm -hmm. No, nope. <laughs> not even less than no. they're paying. So no, I did a, a analysis here. I can show you a little okay. later on that basically we pay about 80 cents a kilowatt hour right now, about 78, sorry, eight, <laughs> 78 cents, right? Yeah. Um, if we look across the bids, we get them in at eight and a half cents, seven, three cents. That is equal point 14 and 10 cents, 10 cents. Now this one came in at six cents, but it's a really big system. It's a half megawatt system. Um, and then this one here came in around 10 cents and that was a one megawatt system. We should probably be in around that, uh, 300 kilowatt system range and coming in with a one megawatt system. I don't know what they think. That's yeah. Um, what's more is a lot of these have, uh, kickers. Um, so they're anywhere from two and a half to 3%, I want to say accelerators. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're going up every year, even if I use about those two and a half percent inflation. We'd be at about 12 cents in 20 years. All the others are going to be starting around 13, 14 cents, all the way up to 29 or 22 cents, 23 cents a kilowatt. Um, and the buyouts aren't necessarily cheap either. No. Uh, they're at 20 ridiculous. years, they're, you know, there's one in there that was around a hundred and some thousand dollars for the buyout at 20 years. So we pay more now and pay more later. <laughs> <laughs> every, year, every year along yeah. the way. And uh, what was more is that when you really look at the, the, usage um, if you exclude the runway which is about a third of our usage mm -hmm. and then what we figured jet air and the university was another 65 percent of our usage you're left with the terminal which is five percent of our total usage about 15 kilowatts which is about what you put on your house I mean, yeah yeah so we could just buy a system with the terminal if we want to do that right And 15 grand or something like that. Be good. Might be a little more than that, but not much. <laughs> not much more. And the companies range from little little ones to giant ones that that work in Europe and all over. Yeah, South, then that was South America and every. That was like, that one with the one megawatt system. I don't even think they looked they, at the site. I think they had an algorithm that did it for them. Yeah, yeah they it just, just didn't make any sense what they filled out. I think they had an algorithm that just pulled up Google Maps and did some. Yeah. Just did some math well, stuff and they were looking at it. I think it's time it's to crazy. go back to the drawing board first. I, <laughs> I, I think, think it's I, I we like could drop your it idea probably. That's kind of about thinking about at least the possibility of what we can do on our own. I, I, the reason we didn't explore this before, as I remember, was we don't get a tax break. Mm -hmm. Correct. Um, 
they get a tax break, but they still charge it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if, if we did it ourselves, then electricity would essentially be we can run either a, free or, or we can run a cash flow on that to see what that payback looks like. I mean, that's something yeah. we've not done, but we can certainly. I, I figured for my home system, with the tax break I got, the payback is anywhere in five or six years. Mm -hmm. um, so it might be twice that for mm -hmm. the airport, but it still might be worth considering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it absolutely uh, can be. I think that our, our biggest issue is, is I mean, our, our largest usage is, well, two issues. Yeah, cash is one of them. Cash is always going to be one of them. But our usage, you know, even for the buildings we we operate, the terminal, the, the hangars, our usage is the runway it's lights. The runway light. If, yeah, if yeah, we're yeah. not doing anything with the yeah. runway lights, then... Where is the connection that we would have to make? On the electric vault, uh, this brick building that's up here. Okay. On the other side of the... The difficulty is getting the, the, the requirement for ground level system, right? Yeah, and, and what we have to do, it's, it's similar to what we do every construction project. We have to update our, our layout plan, but we have to kind of plan all of that stuff out and we'll have to do probably, I, I would guess, an educated guess, but they're, they're going to want us to do the glare study and, and things like that to kind of eliminate, you know, some of that stuff, uh, uh, some of those unknowns, you know, if, if we want to put, you know, kind of where the university instruments are right now, if we wanted to put a, um, a solar panel system there, because it's near the building and running a, a wire to that meter shouldn't be all that difficult. Right. Um, we say, okay, here's where the you know, almost like we're doing a building study. Here's the corners of where it's going to be. Here's, you know, kind of the, the materials that we're proposing. We've got five different uh, proposals we can glean some information on and, and uh, you know, present that to them and, and run and see what they say. But that's going to take a little bit of time. Um, and we can talk to Bolton and Mink and see if they would assist us again. <laughs> um, because it, it will take some engineering and some shop drawings and stuff like that to update um one additional point though and that was something that uh you might not have picked up in some of the quotes they did not quote all of the buildings well most of them they had something that they were kicking out yeah yeah, yeah. and so two or three of different yeah, ones. at least two or three yeah. didn't include solar panels for this building for the terminal itself because it was too small yes yeah. it was too small for them to make money yeah, right. No, they've needed what they felt was like a, a minimum threshold. Otherwise, our mm -hmm. kilowatt per hour is going to be like in the 30 to 40 cent range. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, is everyone in favor of exploring this further? And maybe asking. I think there's two options we could explore further. One would just be, as I'll say, a gesture uh, for the city and sustainability. Uh, what would. Uh, a purchase system for the terminal look like and would that make financial sense? Uh, and then second, uh, more broadly, you know, just understanding what is involved on the FAA side to power the lights. And even then, I mean, we're not, it's not direct, right? I mean, we're powering the grid during the day so we can take it back. Yeah, it's it's so still it's still on it's the medium grid. It's just, it's just an offset. We can generate, right. you know, power during the day. That, right. So can I make a motion that we reject the five bids? As is. Yes. Is there any discussion that motion? Okay. Is that a second? I will second it. <laughs>
Do we need a resolution for that? No. Okay. okay. Uh, all in favor of rejecting the current uh, bids for the solar power? Aye. 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 Oh, I think you're yeah. against, but you just. <laughs> I really want this. Yeah, I don't care what it costs. <laughs> no, we'll go back and, and we'll, I mean, th there is some good information from the proposals that we can glean. And yeah. this was a, a useful process. It was. Um, yeah. It was a good exercise. And we got a lot of different perspectives. It was surprising how different they were between the proposals. Yeah. But one thing that was consistent is that you, you started seeing, at least among most of the bidders, about you know, what our usage rate was and uh, got a lot smarter about uh, how they put their business case together. And I think you know, I, I one thing, the, there are two other solar projects that are going on with the city right now that perhaps we can learn from. Mm -hmm. uh, one is on the new public works uh, building and the other is at the Cherry True Blood. I think that one is going to be quite a smaller uh, one at the public works building. It's a lot of surface area, it's a large building. Mm -hmm. And those are both a lot less <clears throat> complicated than that. They don't have all these other user centers and so forth. They're just, you know, city use mm -hmm. on site. Well, Terry True Blood pretty similar, yeah. about the same size building, kind of the same use case. Yeah. And so that would be good to know. And then there was one company uh, that also did the Johnson County. Uh, offices at the Eagle Point. Yeah. And Carl, the, the other question I, I asked Mike the other day was um, replacing incandescent bulbs for the runway LEDs. I mean, that would potentially be like a fourth of the electricity. We had talked about that, um, and we talked to the FAA. The, the concern is that we're relighting like about you know, forty percent of the runway, or, or almost half. But the FA will not let you light part of one, um, say, one runway, one taxiway, something like that, with one type of light and that extended that light on the other. Because you need that consistency. Of that. Right. It, it, because it, they visually look different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yep. so if we were had a project where you were doing the whole runway, then we could look at LED lighting. Uh, but they will not let you put LED on half of it. Is, are there replacement bulbs that would just screw in with the bayonet mounts, whatever, that would just replace current bulbs with LED bulbs? Not that I'm aware of different fixture. Um, oh, different fixture. So we have to buy I mean, fixtures, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there was also the issue where they needed to have, like, where maybe the LED light bulbs themselves have a heating element in them. And, and, and that's something, I mean, there, there are two schools of thought on heating LED lights. Um, some people will always use it heaters because in this part of the country, uh, sorry, I can't say I'm sorry, not everybody's still trying to see me hidden there. Um, some people, like they said, they always use them because when you get ice and snow, the problem with LEDs, they don't generate heat to melt at all. Mm -hmm. I see. Uh, now that said, when you use the heater on them, the energy savings is minimal <laughs> because it's within a few, several, what's well, been a few years ago, you did a cost analysis and the payback because of the cost of the fixtures. Now the fixture costs have come down, so it's gotten somewhat better, but the payback was over 30 years mm -hmm. because of the time that when the lights were on, you needed the heater so much of the time. Now that said, um, there are airports that don't ever use heaters on them. Waterloo, I've talked to the manager up there, ops guy up there, and he quit putting um, heaters on them. He said, I need them three or four days a year, but the rest of the time, 
what they do is they're warm in the winter. The birds sit on them and trap all over them. <laughs> and they have all these maintenance people are out there cleaning off lights. Yeah. And he said, for the few times a year that I wish they had eaters, so they just quit using them. I am I'm right now doing three projects and with LEDs and we just discussed it and we're not putting heaters on any of them. Mm -hmm. But that's going to be another major be a, capital project, you said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, but they would, you know, a few days a year, you have wish you'd have it because it, the rest of the time it costs extra to put them on, you could lose the energy as efficiency. But it'd be interesting to know what. What the airports have done it, what they, what they think their payback is. Maybe that'd be a good place to start. Yeah. I can check with some people that have them. Without doing anything more than that. Just yeah, it seems like that would cut our electric. If most of our electric bill is the red lights. That would cut our electric bill by 75%. But then that would be a, a couple days that we couldn't have anybody land, right? Well, when you're actually working on them, yeah, you'd have to close down to. Oh, you mean no, no when, they, you mean when they freeze up? When they freeze up, they can't, I don't know, it, some, it depends on how much snow and ice is on them. You might not be landing see. anyway. Yeah, okay. just have jetters go out there. Chip them off without breaking the light. Give you some alcohol spray. Well, that's true. Yeah, alcohol spray is the best thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, and there is it, it, labor. I mean, for the three times a year, we could probably afford to have the lights cleaned up. Yeah. Well, and the time to do it would be when you're already replaced and somebody say for the runway two five threshold is already 40, 40 lights. Well, and, and one thing, and I have to admit, I don't know the answer for, but when you ask such, I should know, and I don't. And that's that, um, is there is there any sort of retrofit that would minimize the cost of a new fixture? And I don't know if there is or not. I like you think there is. Typically, it's a new fixture yeah. because when you order, you order either the LED one or a quartz one or an incandescent. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know if anybody makes something that would be less expensive than a home fixture or not. What are these bulbs look like? They're not screw in the. Sounds like you can take a look at the taxiway lights. Sounds like we need a field trip from out here. Yeah, all of our taxiway lights are LEDs, right? The blue ones, most of them. And when you when you replace a runway light, you guys you are the guys who do it, right? Yeah, it's what's the bulb look? Well, we actually typically replace them the stand because it typically got ran over or something. Oh, I see. So you haven't had bulbs burn out. Yeah, yeah, they have some. You know, Mike, on that, I have it out. For the LED ones, I don't think I've seen any. No, I mean, the, 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 the incandescent bulbs, what, what are they like? They're just a bipedal. They're, they're bulbs. Yeah. It's, it's but those a, other LEDs, yeah. The only thing is with quartz, okay. you have to watch it. You don't get oil from your fingers yeah. on you. You know, wear a glove or something. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. For bison bulbs, it looks like oh, that. one of those. Yeah. They're, I know that they're really good. <laughs> you, you can get LED quartz, uh, LED replacements for quartz. Standard quartz bipin in bulbs. Absolutely. Well, let us know next time. Oh, I'll look into that because yeah, I don't know if they're acceptable for the FAA. Or <laughs> that's 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 yeah. the primary issue because the FAA has been super slow on yeah. certifying. Bottom line is, um, we would need about a hundred to hundred and twenty kilowatt system for our runway lights. We only need about a ten to fifteen kilowatt system for the terminal, and that's it. That's all we've got left. And one panel. 300 kilowatts. One panel. And one of the four by six foot. 
looks like a like what 1.5 watts. I don't remember. Off the top it's of not. Yeah, topic. I mean a kilowatt system. We'll say a kilowatt system is about uh, 100 square feet, something like that. I think a four kilowatt system would be about the size of your garage. My home system, I have, I think, 24 generates 50 kilowatt. 50 kilowatt hours a day, yeah. probably around the five kilowatt system, four or five kilowatt system. That gives you an idea. So you need about three times that system for the terminal. You would need about uh, 20 times that. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge savings, huge savings mm -hmm. on solar panels. Just, yeah. just well, and that, I mean, in, in, you could look at it that way, right? If it's an energy replacement system, you look at it both in terms of the consumer and the producer. Right. And so the project isn't just solar panel replacing for the lights, you look at it as a whole system. So that's another way to run it. Yeah. But then, I mean, there's costs either way. Yeah, less overall energy use regardless, which is a good thing for the planet. Mm -hmm. Sort of why we wanted to do it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Right? So I think, yeah. well, Thank you. let us know what you find out, Carl. <laughs> 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 we got all kinds of good jobs for you. Budgets? Budget. This is June, so this is the last few weeks of uh, the budget for the fiscal year. All in all, I don't think we've had anything too terrible that's happened. We weathered our storm of, of COVID downturn, and we had almost a hundred thousand dollars worth of COVID aid that came to us. So between the two different to the airports, so. All in all, we're doing okay. Which is very good. <laughs> and that, that COVID relief we get to keep no matter what, right? Even if we don't use it. Yeah, that's ours. Um, yeah, we've already claimed it and used it. We used it for um, offsetting salaries and some general maintenance that Jetter provides. So. We've already got that on our books. The truck, snow thingy and- Snow plows in, um, came yeah. in in April, so we haven't had a chance to use it, but- uh, But the expense is there, so yep. taking care of us. So yep. we covered a lot. All right, events. Um, nothing new in terms of the events, just updated the dates for stuff that's taken place. Uh, the drive-in movie, the first one, uh, one happened over the Memorial Day weekend. Looked like it went off pretty well. Um, uh, this weekend, there's the autocross group that's going to be on the south of the runway. So, all in all. Uh, yep. Okay, Jet Air, we're back to you. I'll hand out these Thank just you. a single page this time. So I'll just take one, pass around. Where are we looking at? Um, basically, for, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the agenda package. <laughs> what page? 
<laughs> but really, there isn't anything on here that's, I mean, I don't know that there's anything really worth hardly highlighting, just more of the same between mowing and general maintenance. Um, uh, that's pretty yeah. much it. Um, so anyway, um, yeah. But yeah, nothing, nothing really from that standpoint. Um, as far as jet air side goes, everything's still been busy. The airport's been really busy, which has been fun to see. Um, even just a lot of, like if you've been out lately, just a ton of 172s and 182s and bonanzas and you know stuff like that. But you know, it's just it's actually been just kind of crazy to see that like the, almost all the T's have been folded on a normal day, not even a game day or anything like that. Which has been kind of neat. Very busy. Very busy. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you can attribute that to? You know, I don't know if it's people having a little bit more flexible schedules to where they can get out. One thing we know is that the market, like even in the same way that RVs and cars and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff has been crazy, that airplanes just aren't available. I mean, a lot of a lot of the stuff that typically was relatively easy to find, you know, we spent six months looking for an old 182 for a guy, and the one that we bought we, was on the market for um, less than an hour, mm -hmm. less than an hour and a half. Um, so should we have waited to sell our 182? It's it's gone up a little more, but <laughs> but I still think it was a good time. I mean, it's you know we've been we you just never know when it's going to change, and typically when it changes, it comes pretty quick. But but um, but yeah, the people are actually using it, which is awesome yeah. to see. That's good. Um, prices have been going up like crazy. I mean, shoot, I mean our fuel fuel is up almost a dollar since it was up. 85 or 90 cents basically since the election um and uh, for both jet a and Loled, and there's just such a and we've been trying to leave it full uh luckily jet a only comes from coral though but but um you know by being able to have that, we're at least able to delay. <laughs> you know, if the price ever relieves for a week, our prices are updated. We can, so if it ever hiccups for a week and you have a little bit lower price, we can we can kind of load up on fuel. But you have to take it by full tanker load. Were you impacted a few weeks ago by the colonial pipeline? We weren't. We topped off again. You know, we we stayed topped off, but it was a, it was mainly down the southeast, yeah. and um, most of the airports were okay from a supply standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we. We advise our crews and we call ahead and check on all the spots. But we didn't really experience anywhere where they didn't where they inhibited us. So anyway, so that's been that's been something to keep to keep an eye on. Our hundred lower price has gone up, I think, twice, and it's probably due again mm -hmm. um, to go up. Um, luckily, it's been um, you know you have a lot less flowage. So I mean we're still working down eight thousand gallons from a couple months ago, but you know, continue to mm -hmm. is, yeah. is the is the estimate. Um so anyway, and that, that was the thing where we always run reports on just our costs between locations and of course Gelsburg and Burlington go fuel through fuel so much slow slower. Like, oh wow that, that report can't be right. That's a whole dollar gallon higher cost than well no that's right. That's just the first time we had to take a load. So, um, so anyway, so that's something um, charter and all that. Kind of
Um, one big change that's coming is um, uh, Elwin's been our shop manager now for, you know, he's been with us for eight years and he has taken another job. Oh, no. um, so, and it's, I mean, I probably would have waited another month to tell you, but, but it, cause it just kind of happened, but, but we are feeling really pretty good about it. He's going to be a uh, corporate pilot getting out of the maintenance site. And, and is, I still think he's going to be spending some time around mm -hmm. because of just by virtue of his new job, he has some flexibility with that. Um, but we are pretty well equipped in that Joe, you know, Ellen's yeah, been you so you. busy that Joe has been kind of filling those shoes a lot anyway. Um, so we've got him and then there's a couple other guys that have some really good experience with um, keeping up like our FA repair station manuals and things. And um, So we're playing around with different ideas. We want to be strategic about a way to make it even better than what it was from the standpoint of, I think we might, um, might more or less have somebody kind of dedicated to um, not a mechanic, but somebody who's dedicated to making sure that when somebody calls for the shop, we've got kind of a project manager person who's able to answer every single call, respond to emails, and be kind of a go-between liaison between the shop and the person who's calling just from the standpoint of, I feel like that's been a weak point because, you know, right now, if you call and you're trying to get a hold of somebody to work on your airplane, they got to put down whatever it is they're doing, come across and, and stop, which is really a safety issue too, is they're stopping whatever they're doing to go answer a call about something that's months in advance, you know, months out or whatever it might be. And then they got to go back, figure out where they were, make sure they get everything put back together the way it's supposed to. You know, so, so really we're excited about trying to do, that's going to be kind of a new position for us, but I think we've got some ideas on how to do that. Um, but on that, just plugging along. How's avionics doing? Avionics are still strong. I mean, people have been really, like everything else, people have been willing to invest into stuff. Mm -hmm. um, our avionics shop is over in Galesburg, and they're booked out probably a oh, month and a half, two months, which every project takes at least That's that long. Bad, yeah. It's not too bad, but, but you know, let's be on that. That's not planning for any of our own projects, you know, um, but we've been, um, uh, we're just about done with our next, like a G3X panel on, on 989 Sierra Papa should be done here in the next couple weeks. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to Gilbert tomorrow yeah, to check on it. Yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to one of those. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And you got the GFC 500. Right? Yep, so putting in the Garmin on Garmin Autopilot, the G3X, and it's going to be really cool. That would be fantastic. It will be, yeah. <laughs> and and from the training aspect, I'm really excited about, which I haven't even had a chance to play with it yet, about it can switch back and forth between steam gauges and the G1000 display. So you can have it, even though it's on a screen, it'll pop up with an attitude indicator and airspeed oh, indicator right. and stuff like that. And oh, so, you'll, give you, you'll give you a six pack. It'll give you a six pack, yeah. yeah. And, it, and supposedly, which I haven't seen it, but supposedly, yeah, you can you can fail, go through and yeah. fail, which would be awesome for yeah. training environment. G, G1000, exactly. Yeah. So there's it, only one failure mode on G1000. That's a black screen. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, total failure. Yeah. So, so we're excited. I mean, that that'll be good. And our goal is to continue to work those through, and obviously, they end up being. Their own airplanes they end up being a little bit of a slower project typically but but um this will be a second one and it should be done like i say in the next couple of weeks so so yeah is the plan to move ahead with that same conversion on some of the others yeah we've already bought the components now for um 740 sierra papa so then all of our sps will be that way and then um 
we still have intentions to do it on the rest of them. Yeah, I, don't, got, I don't care about the ERs. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that actually be kind of neat for those from the standpoint of they're a little bit lower useful load, and this saves, I think, 30 or 40 pounds. Yeah. You know, which, every bit helps. The ERs aren't used quite as hard as the ESPs, it seems like, too. Yeah, it just kind of depends. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... People, people like the G1000. We have one of each in our SG1000. Mm -hmm. But yeah, everyone enjoys this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely makes a difference. And then, you know, then from there, we'll decide what we're going to do as far as what we sell and keep and all that. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. Thank you, sir. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Any additional commission that we Thank you for your answer. Staff report. Um, nothing from the staff report. Uh, nothing too much. Uh, probably take a day off here at the end of the month for my birthday, um, twenty sixth. Uh, <laughs> literally towards the end of the month. Actually, I think it's on a weekend. So uh, next month, just a heads up that next month we have the uh, selection of officers. So if there's going to be rotation, maybe I would encourage folks to talk amongst themselves okay. individually. Um, make the process a little easier. And that's all I got. All right, so our next meeting is July 8th. And uh, do I have a motion to adjourn? I will be adjourned. I second. All in favor? Aye. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day or evening. <laughs>